Welcome to Onside, the official podcast from the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority. Our mission is to protect the health of athletes and the integrity of Australian sport. In this podcast, we'll meet people who work at ASADA and people associated with clean, fair sport. And we'll give you a fast fact relating to clean sport. We'll also answer questions from the public. Hello, I'm Tim Gavel, and today on Onside, our special guest is John Vandermeed, who's at UC studying in Applied Science in Forensic Studies, and John has been working at ASADA this year in a professional placement. Hello and welcome to Onside, John. Uh, tell us about some of the things you've been doing here at ASADA. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, so I've been working with the science team in a uh, kind of capacity, just helping them build a database of uh, substances, so they can get a quick and kind of clear view of exactly what they're looking into. I guess it's been interesting for you because you've been studying at university. Now you get a chance to put your studies into practice. Yeah, no, it's definitely definitely a new experience, um, something I'm really happy to have been able to do. So, yeah. Has it surprised you? Tell us about that part of it. Yeah, it's been interesting to kind of go into it and have to take a lot of different ideas on board um, and have to apply that into my particular report. So it's uh, it's been interesting because I'm just used to getting a task, quickly writing it out and just, just going with it. But this is something that's a bit more important, I think. It's going to inform a lot of people at ASADA. So yeah, different different amount of pressure. What's the difference between doing this and doing an assignment at university? A lot less pressure because the only person who's really going to be reading it is your marker and... It's kind of done and dusted, uh, but once with these reports, they're going to be used for quite a while, hopefully. So uh, I really need to make sure I get everything spot on and that I have really good resources to back up everything I'm saying. So it is kind of a, it's kind of a different level of pressure. Is it hard to explain to your fellow students exactly what you're doing? Yeah, kind of, because it's, um, it kind of sounds easy when you look at it, just, um, just writing reports for uh, substances, but just the amount of thought that has to go into it and the clarity in which I have to be writing, it's, uh, it's quite different. Yeah, you, you kind of have to experience it to kind of understand. It's, it's to a certain extent, I guess, fast-tracking you a little bit into the workforce and, and giving you this experience so that you fully understand what is required. You may not have had those, that experience had it not been for this placement here. Yeah, definitely. Like it's been, it's been really interesting to see how all the different parts of the the company come together and interact, and to just kind of get a, a bit of a viewpoint on that, it's definitely been eye opening, and just all the processes involved in that. Now, you went to Copeland College, Hawker College in Canberra. Was it always your desire to work in applied science in forensic studies? Is that what you wanted to do growing up? Not always. Uh, science was kind of daunting. I wasn't very good at it in college uh, or high school, but. Um, yeah, I, when I got to university, I kind of found a passion for it and tried tried hard. And yeah, now that I'm uh, kind of getting there, I definitely do want to be working in applied science just because it's a very important area that needs needs a lot of people in there. What about your passion for sport and clean, fair sport? Is that, uh, I guess, been borne out by what you've been doing here? Yeah, definitely. Like um, I personally do Taekwondo competitively. So it's been uh, it's been very interesting to see the other side of it. I personally haven't been at a level where I've been drug tested, but it is so important to make sure that, that the playing field is even and so there's not going to be any unfair advantages there. 
Yes. And where do you see yourself going in the future, given that you are studying applied science in forensic studies? Where do you see yourself going in the future? Well, hopefully, uh, if I can, I hope to get a job with uh, policing. So, yeah, that would be the ideal situation. But if not, then maybe something, something in the private sector, just chemical analysis possibly. You never know because my degree gives me a lot of leeway with what I can actually do. So never really know, but that's the, the hope. Is it fair to say that you haven't really, uh, uh, you know, when you leave school, you don't really know what you're going to do until you actually start doing something like this? Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it, it's always kind of a bit of a grayer for most people. They have an idea of where they want to be, just not really what they want to do. And this has definitely been very eye-opening just because it's a very particular mix of science and kind of enforcement. So it's uh, no, definitely an amazing, amazing opportunity that I've had. Good on you, John. Thanks very much for joining us on Onside. Thanks for having me. That's John Vandermeer, who's at UC, University of Canberra, studying in applied science in forensic studies. He has been working at ASADA in a professional placement this year. We'll have more on Onside very shortly. This is Onside, the official podcast of ASADA. Welcome back to Onside. Time now for So I Was Wondering, where we answer questions from the public and today's question is, why is anti-doping important? And joining us to provide the answer is Michael Harkins from Masada's Office of the Executive. Well, Michael, why is anti-doping important? Thanks, Tim. Anti-doping to me is very important uh, because we play sport to compete on a level playing field. Doping clearly gives an unfair advantage to those that do dope. Uh, personally, I think it also um, robs the opportunity for someone to either stand on their rightful place at the podium or uh, someone to miss a spot on their team. And just tell us about your passion for anti-doping. Yeah, Tim, I think it, uh, it all started, well, my first memory of anti-doping uh, was clearly the Lance Armstrong case and just how much it clear, like it shocked me to the core that someone could do this and get away with it for so long uh, and to be so arrogant about it as well. Yes, because you do expend a, a certain amount of emotional energy, you invest it into an athlete, don't you? And when you see something like that happen, you feel let down. Yeah, very much so. And um, he really captured everyone's um, attention by beating cancer, coming back uh, to then be let down by the fact that he was cheating the whole time. Really did shock. Yeah, we've seen that a few times, of course, with Ben Johnson winning the 100 metres at Seoul only to be found to be a doper. And, of course, Lance Armstrong, two of the most uh, high-profile cases in history. How long have you had a passion for sport? Um, from a very young age. So obviously growing up in a regional town, sport is life. Uh, sport and school. I uh, tried my hand at everything um, and travelled all over Australia and the world playing it. I've um, been very fortunate. I played rugby in Canada and met my wife there. Um, so it's really sort of set me up. Yes. And do you feel as though that's an extension now, your job here at ASADA, promoting clean, fair sport, but you're still involved in sport in a way? Yeah, very much. Um, so when I got the opportunity to come in, um, apply for a role here I took it with both hands and um, I still sort of pinch myself today that I am working at Asada um, it's a place that I've wanted to work for a long time I have a real passion for sport and so to be able to work in sport it's um, it's pretty special how long have you been here uh, just over a year now so um, about 14 months what's impressed you most about Asada uh, I think the thing that's impressed me the most is just how much goes on behind the scenes where so much more than just a testing agency um, and the passion and dedication, I think, from the staff is probably the thing that really um, blows me away. 
Yes. Do you think it's realised by a lot of people outside the agency and the authority that they think, oh, you know, just a testing agency, but once you get inside the organisation that is ASADA, you, you realise there is a lot more going on? Yeah, 100%. It's, um, it's, uh, it's amazing what just goes on inside the walls here. Yes. Just about um, your role here at ASADA, what are you most proud of the work you do? What what do you um, I think the thing that I'm most proud of um, would be, it's not directly dedicated to my role, but would be our um, educational outreach stuff. Um, so I've been very fortunate um, to be able to be sent up to Townsville a couple of times. Um, and we did a session with some uh, young wheelchair basketballers. Um, and it was just um, amazing to hear the story of this young guy that just one day woke up and wasn't able to move his legs. And he was some... Uh, his questions to me were around medication and what he was taking um, and he was so concerned that he didn't want to do anything wrong to jeopardise his spot on the team and it was just a really, um, it blew me away in a sense that this kid was just so dedicated to his new sport considering he'd been given such a raw deal. Were you nervous getting up in front of athletes? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I still am to this day. So yeah. I've done some stuff with some pretty high-profile athletes and it, um, yeah, I still shake a little bit that I don't want to fan over them too much. <laughs> so it's a bit embarrassing at times. So how do you deliver your message? What, what do you do in terms of education? Do you, do you run through what athletes should do if they're worried about taking a banned substance? Yeah, very much. I think it's also about trying to relate to them on a personal level. They've heard to this, they've heard the anti-doping story um, and messaging so much. So I think it's about trying to find a different way to get through to them. Um, and uh, I think personal, um, a personal touch is key. Supplements, obviously, you know, the education around supplements is, is very important at the moment. And I assume it, it's pretty central to a lot of what education is about here at Asada? Yeah, very much so. Um, I On the supplements issue, I think it's one of those things where athletes spend so much time in their life uh, dedicated to um, sport and um, the pursuit of greatness, I guess, um, and to potentially throw it all away by taking a supplement is just, um, yeah, I just think the risk isn't warranted. What are the questions you're asked when you do these education sessions? Oh, we get all sorts of questions um, from asthma puffers through to um, caffeine tablets uh, through to uh, if I've smoked a certain substance, how long is it in my system for? Um, what about the positive impact on the next generation? Do you feel as though you are making a difference? Um, I really do, yeah. So I think that um, the education sessions that we deliver are not just at elite level, but they're certainly at all levels. Um, and I recently went to a um, like a running festival, uh, we delivered an outreach stand at a running festival and we had people uh, and in particular parents coming through um, asking about supplements and the dangers of supplements and um, what they should be um, providing to their children. Um, so, yeah, being able to deliver key messages at the right time I think is quite important. So having that effect I think is quite good. Well, it's good that parents are actively involved in this. Yeah, very much so. And I think we've seen um, over the last couple of months um, that we're really focusing on the parents um, due to the fact that parents are providing, um, well, parents are the ones that are paying for supplements for their children um, and that parents are key to, to making, helping inform their kids make the right decisions. Yes, because kids do ask parents for advice, don't they? Yes, advice and money. Okay. All right, Michael. Thanks very much for joining us on Onside. Back with more in just a moment. Time now for a fast fact. In the past year, ASADA has doubled the number of anti-doping sessions delivered around Australia, which range from local football clubs and high school classes all the way up to elite Australian teams about to compete on the world stage. 
For more, visit elearning.asada.gov.au. You've been listening to Onside, the official podcast of the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority. Send in your podcast questions or suggestions to executiveoffice at asada.gov.au. For more information about clean, fair sport, visit our website, asada.gov.au, or check out our clean sport app.